Hello and welcome to the Vision Board Blueprints. Vision boards are more than just sticking pictures on a board. This podcast will take you through the tools that you need to bring those visions to reality. Hello and welcome back to the Vision Board Blueprints podcast, the podcast that gives you the blueprints to bring your dreams to reality. Today, I am joined by Emma Dyson and I'm super excited for Emma to share her earth magic with us today. Welcome, Emma. Oh, hi. It's lovely to be here. (laughs) It's very, very exciting to have you. Would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. So hello, everybody. Uh, My name is Emma Louise Dyson. I am an earth medicine and magic practitioner and a bit of a feral rebel. And uh, I also practice shamanic witchcraft. Um, And I'm excited to be talking today um, with all of uh, you wonderful people. We are very, very excited to have you. So can you explain a little bit about what earth magic is? So the listeners who may not have any idea, just that they've got a little bit of an understanding of what earth magic is. Absolutely. So earth medicine, earth magic is working with the energies of earth. So it's really tapping into uh, all of the wonderful, amazing thing that things that Mother Earth provides us. Um, so basically, you can work with energy of crystals, which I know that's something that you are big on, um, working with uh, different herbs and plants, um, the moon cycles, working with the elements that we have. So it is a uh, practice that is I would say my background kind of is rooted in paganism and shamanic witchcraft and so earth medicine kind of combines all of these wonderful things that mother earth provides us with amazing so what what do you do like what kind of things would you do using earth magic like I know obviously you talked about crystals but other than the crystal element what else can people do with that you know magic of the earth Well, um, other than the crystals, um, you can work with, say, let's talk about herbs to start with and plants. So I know this podcast is all about manifesting, right? It's all about um, bringing things into your reality and manifesting things that you want to bring into your life, that you want to call into your life. So, you know, we talked about crystals. There are lots of crystals that you can work with, of course, to um, enhance your um, manifestation process. But there's the same with with different herbs as well so you can work with um for example on the first of the month you may want to take a handful um of um dried cinnamon powder and step outside of your front door and then open your front door and blow the cinnamon into your home um, with setting your intention to bring more abundance into your um, life for that month. So that's a practice that I do that's really, really simple that absolutely everybody can do on the first of the month working with cinnamon, for example. But there are lots and lots of other different herbs um, and plants that are amazing to work with for manifesting um, other plants 
considered you could work with something like basil for example different things that you have grown around your your garden as well so rosemary is really associated with protection so um i work with that uh, around lots of different uh, energy work that i do for protection um yeah lots and lots and lots of different um herbs that you can work with as well amazing and what's your favorite if you had to pick one of the earth magic um want to say things but it's not really things <laughs> um earth magic um practices yeah which would you pick which would be the one that you would pick as your favorite um, as in like um herbs and crystals and different things like that or like how to work with the energy um just the, your favorite practice that you like to do so um including any of the earth okay practices. so I oh that's I like I drink a lot of tea and so I love working with different herbs every day and bringing that magic into my life every day in a cup of tea so yeah. for example you can go and forage uh, a plant called mugwort which you may be familiar with but mugwort is a brilliant uh, herb for um any kind of uh, sleep work dream work that you want to do so if you want to um do some kind of astral travel or if you would like to do some lucid dreaming but it also really opens up as well your psychic abilities and so if i'm doing any kind of divination um for example if i'm doing oracle card readings or tarot readings or working with runes or uh, my pendulum I like to drink mugwort tea. Um, that is really good for opening up my um, psychic abilities. Um, I add yarrow to that. That's also an amazing um, herb that you can work with. Um, but then also you could create um, an elixir by adding different crystals to that as well. So Ooh, you obviously nice. have to make sure yeah, that your crystals are okay to be in water, um, but you could add something um, like clear quartz to amplify those energies, or um, you could even place uh, something like labradorite next to your cup of tea um, to really enhance those abilities. So tea is one of my favorite ways to bring that up. so good. <laughs> so I probably like, obviously I don't do a lot of uh, practices like yourself, but I do use crystals. And I think my favorite way of to utilize them is whilst I'm journaling, which yes. is um, something I do quite often. I do it every single day. Yep. So I pick a crystal each morning and hold it whilst I journal or put it on the, the space next to me. So that's probably one of my favorite things. I know you obviously a little bit more technical than that in your, in your <laughs> uh, practices, but yeah, I think it doesn't have to be so big though does it there is some just some small things like the cinnamon that you said as an example that's such a small practice but can be so uh life-changing yeah definitely the things that you can add to your practice and i think a lot of people get kind of overwhelmed with all of the things that like oh i need to be doing this i should be you know this whole like should mentality i should be doing this i should be doing that and there is a lot of information out there there's lots of conflicting conflicting information as well so people can get confused and it can feel quite overwhelming so i like to just add different very simple practices into my everyday life things like you say journaling and working with crystals for for journaling um adding different crystals and herbs 
comes to my bedtime routine as well so um i like to drink a relaxing tea obviously before bed so i'll add in herbs like lavender um chamomile and um, these are really um you know relaxing herbs and then bringing in crystals as well that also are amazing for sleep and relaxation things like blue lace agate or howlite so there are little ways that you can kind of infuse these and i would also say as well like get yourself a notebook um as a, a a witch a practicing witch we have something called a book of shadows or a grimoire which is where we document everything so um you know start with something that you feel drawn to if you feel drawn to working with lavender for example you know start to look at some of the medicinal properties and some of the magical properties of lavender and then just make a few notes and, and see what resonates with you amazing i love that so you mentioned when we first started about the uh the elements of the earth so like this i assume this is like fire water yeah. do you want to go into a little bit of information around them yeah absolutely so each of the well, the four elements so you've got earth water air and um fire and fire thanks <laughs> But then you also have ether as well, spirit. Um, so if you look, for example, at a, a pentacle, a pentagram, um, which is you know, a famous pagan symbol of a five pointed star, each of those points of the star represents um, the five elements. So if you are, you can really tap into working with those elements, depending on what it is that you want to call into your life. So for example, working with water, water is all about emotion. It is all about flow. And just like the water flows, it's about opening up our um, emotions. And so if you're working with something that's quite emotional and you're wanting to call in something that's quite emotional, working with water could be a really good way of doing that. You could do something like, um, uh, water scrying for example so you could get a bowl of water and stare into that water and just softly start to close your eyes a little bit and just see what you visualize what comes up what you see in that water you could also take a um, ritual bath and again you could infuse that bath with different herbs and different crystals um so that, when... let me stop you yeah, that is one of my favorite ways things to do and I don't even look at it as like a something like a chore, if that makes sense. It's kind yeah. of something that to me, that's a self-care thing that I love to do. Absolutely. And it's so therapeutic. It really is. It really is. I love working with, again, again, it's just something you can bring into your life. You know, if you don't have a bath you could get uh, a bundle of different herbs and you can hang them over your shower something like eucalyptus is wonderful for um clearing the the passages or something like lavender you could hang that and the water and the steam will bring out all of the the smells of the lavender or you could put a little um a bowl of water with some essential oils in in your shower as well and that's also going to infuse the space with um with different essential oils um with with fire for example you know fire is um all about passion it's all about transformation so if you're wanting to bring some huge transformation into your life and you're ready to embark on whatever this journey might be then 
you can work with different crystals that are associated with passion and transformation so things like citrine carnelian garnet um but then you can also work with fire as well and you've probably um familiar with different fire rituals where you write your intentions on a piece of paper and then throw them into the fire and as the fire burns your intentions it sends them up into the ether into the into the universe and and out into the world and again you can add another layer to that so you could write your intentions actually on a bay leaf um bay leaves and then throw those into the fire um and that is another great herb that you can work with to kind of bring manifestation in amazing so if someone was wanting to so i'm going to stay on the topic of manifestation so if someone is wanting to work with their vision board and manifest in their dreams what would be the top three kind of rituals or practices you would recommend Ooh. oh this is good <laughs> now you put me on the spot i love this so um i like to work with the new moon yeah. and when i i like to layer the energies up and i know you talk about this with your vision boards as well it's not just a uh a, a, a piece of you know card or paper with things stuck to it you know i know you talk about layering up and adding and adding and adding these different levels of being able to manifest so i like doing that magically as well so working with the new moon for example i will set my intentions um probably in my i have a specific journal just for the new moon yeah so I'm I'm <laughs> set my intentions with my new moon journal and I'll have different crystals with me depending on what it is that I want to manifest so I'll be you know if I'm wanting to bring in more wealth I'll use something like pyrite or citrine I always have a venturine it's my go-to always when it comes to bringing things in um and then I will look at different herbs that are also associated with what it is that I want to call in um so I like to do that for the new moon. Um, I think that's a really good time to manifest. And then um, when it comes to, you know, making space, because it's all good and well, wanting to bring things into our life, but we have to let go of things as well, right? So that is when I work with fire predominantly. Um, I like to burn away things that no longer serve me. Um, I like to create sigils, which is um, basically a symbol that you can make, which is attached to what it is that you want to either let go of or bring into your life. And so um, I work with sigils. I'll carve them onto candles, different symbols onto candles, and I'll light those to uh, manifest things, to bring things in. Um, yeah. So Amazing. if that's answered your question. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and both all three of those crystals that you mentioned, the citrine, pyrite, and adventuring, are all on my desk in front of me. So they are three that I would absolutely recommend with obviously manifestation as well. Yeah. And they're they're sat there with a piece of clear quartz to amplify that energy. So <laughs> mine so, <yeah>. too. <laughs> so yes. They are definitely three of my go-to for manifesting. So um, let's stay on the the moon energy, for example. Yeah. I, uh, like yourself, I work with the moon, the new moon for setting my intentions, creating my wish wishes for that new moon. And yeah. obviously the full moon, I 
release anything that I don't need, you know, get rid of that. Um, What would be your um, advice for someone who's not familiar with working with the moon? Where would you, where would you start? Okay, so new moon, it's the very beginning. It's all about, as you say, setting intentions. So when we look at the moon from uh, in its cycle, the moon will start as a new moon. And then it is what we call waxing. So as the new moon starts to grow, it begins to grow. That is all about waxing. Uh, Well, it's called waxing. So that is all about taking action. So you've set your intentions and then you have this waxing moon, which is all about taking action. Um, And then as you, the moon, you know, is at its fullest, and there's, there's other phases in between as well, but then you get to the full moon. So this is where you, it's time for your manifestation to um, culminate and to uh, come about as such. And then the, the moon then starts to wane. So if you think about waxing as like it being a time of taking action and your manifestation coming into fruition, And then if you think from the full moon to the new moon, that is all about waning. So this is about releasing things. It's about giving gratitude. It's a time to reflect and assess um, all the way back down to the new moon. Um, And then we start that process again. So um, yeah, look at it from new to full as something growing and then from full back to new as something that is, is waning amazing and what would you do to get started with working with that energy like because obviously we've spoke about things that you top it up so if someone was very very new to that Emma yeah would what would you recommend to get to get them started um I would say just feel feel into it like here's one thing that a lot of people do which I don't agree with people get so hung up oh my gosh it's a full moon I haven't put my crystals out you you know they see all these things online that they're supposed to be doing it's back to this kind of should mentality and so um I would say be easy on yourself and do things when you feel called you know if it's absolutely freezing outside and you don't want to put your crystals out in the full moon don't do it like they don't have to be charged up every single full moon um you know do what feels right to you um so i would say just start i would start with the the new moon and the full moon and think about what can i set intentions for in the new moon what can i let go of and what is no longer serving me when it's a full moon and just start there that's a real good baseline i feel that most people start at and then they kind of build on their um practice around the moon uh, uh, based upon that amazing so to finish off then let's hear what your favorite crystal is (gasps) oh my gosh it changes all of the time it is so hard um to say (laughs) i one crystal do you know what this is going to be really uh boring but i would say if you only ever owned one crystal it's got to be clear quartz and go for a clear quartz that is as clear as you can possibly get it um that is going to have the most incredible 
uh, energy in terms of bringing you clarity and focus and also working with clear quartz as well you can work with it with all of your different herbs as well so if you are i don't know working with basil for example that brings in abundance or mint which is also brilliant for bringing in abundance you can just pop a little clear quartz with that and it's going to amplify the energies of those herbs and also other crystals around it as well so i love super seven i love aura Light 23 i love moldavite these are all amazing crystals to work with but honestly the one crystal after being working with gemstones for 20 years the one crystal i always have with me is clear quartz amazing so i'm just going to touch on that about you working with gemstones for 20 odd years before we finish now i know a little bit about your story and i know you have been part of mining and crystals and getting them uh sourcing them from the yeah. earth tell me one story around that because it some people don't know a lot about that and they don't really know where they come from and how so tell us a little bit of your history story around that just a little one it doesn't have to go into too much detail okay um i've worked with jewelry and gemstones for 20 years i trained in new york in the diamond district my background actually came from luxury so i worked in um jewelry and gemstones watches in the luxury sector but um have been fortunate enough to travel the world really on um almost every continent um working with clients all over the world um i went out to tanzania in 2014 out to the tanzanite mines you know a bit of a buzzword tanzanite um and there was nothing coming out of the mine um it was you know a lot of people in the industry talk about it and it's kind of used in a way to get people to buy the gemstone because it is running out but it was actually there was nothing at all that was coming out of the mine which was really surprising to me um and um uh, then we flew out to another place called Loliondo uh in Tanzania and we were hunting for specitite garnets out there which was amazing but all of the ground was orange and it was glittering because there was so much mica in the ground so i'm just looking at the ground and everything just looks like an orange gemstone it was so difficult to be able to find any of these um crystals and it was um th that was on the surface so that was surface level mining rather than kind of digging and and going deep um but it was such a a, a magical experience going out there with the the maasai and the maasai actually sacrificed a goat for us and we ate with them and it was um something i'll never forget <laughs> amazing and that's such it's so nice to hear stories like there's not many people who you can say you've met who's been um, mining crystals, you know, so it's very nice to hear that story and the knowledge that you have around it is like next to you know it's it's absolutely incredible so thank you for joining today. Emma. Thank you for having um, me. The details for Emma uh, will be in the show notes. Uh, but Emma, do you want to let the listeners know where they can find you? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, 
and on TikTok. Um, if you search for um, Wild and Untamed, um, the Wild and Untamed way is my handle on um, TikTok and also on Instagram. I also have a free Facebook group as well, which is called the Wild and Untamed Ones. Um, so you can come and join me over there and also check out my website as well, wildanduntamed.co.uk amazing thank you so much and thank you for being here yay thanks for having me darling um it's been an absolute pleasure Mwah, lots of love you're very welcome this podcast was produced and created by lisa williams lisa's best-selling book vision board blueprints is now available on amazon all the details will be found in the show notes